0: It was a week where Zinedine Zidane's 1992 Can rookie sticker sold for $22,000 on eBay. The Twitch streaming community started to get big time into cards, and we got a lot of reviews on Apple Podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Soccer Cards United. I'm your host, Jason Flynn, joined by my co-host, Enzo Patriarca. Enzo, I just mentioned a few of the big things. It's been a very big week.
1: It's been another huge week. Last week was a big week for the the football. Yeah. Yeah. This week was a big week for the cards.
0: So it balances out. Yeah. um, I want to just run down what I mentioned at the start. Big news this week in the card community, in the soccer card community, in the, in the sticker community. Yeah. Zinedine Zidane's uh, 1992 rookie sticker from his time at Cannes, uh, famous, of course, for the Film Festival. Cannes, you may know it as Cannes, if you are that way inclined. Uh, sold for $22,000 on eBay. Uh, Gary V said he was the second highest bidder
1: I'm not surprised with that. It, it was a PSA 8, mm. which, which doesn't, uh, you know, it doesn't it help. It's
0: nearly a 30-year-old sticker. Yeah.
1: So um, I, I, I was almost going to tag him in and say, was that you? Because he he replied to someone. I don't know if everyone's seen this, but he replied to someone on his Twitter who was saying, you know, you're sleeping on soccer legend stickers. And he said, no, I'm not. I bought these last night. And they were all Zinedine's Dan, you know, pre-1990. Yeah. 1999, should I say. Um. So yeah, I had a feeling he was in for it, but it was quite the amount.
0: It was hefty, hefty amount, and that's only a week after Mbappe. One of Mbappe's stickers went for ten thousand.
1: Yeah, and it, we'll give ourselves credit. It was it was a week after we we really went heavy on the stickers, and we
0: we're driving the sticker market. We're dry, We're dragging. You think, think we're influencing the the America? I think we're influencing it, not in any negative way, only in positive way, positive vibes only from us.
1: Yeah, I think it's not just us. Every, everyone is. I think yeah, I think people are just on board with the stickers. They've got over themselves. The people that were card snobs got over themselves, not all of them, of course. Yeah. I'm excited boy. I love stickers. I've been going hard on stickers and I see like a lot of people are. I just when Gary V starts going for something, it, it doesn't doesn't damage their reputation at all.
0: Absolutely. Now on the show today we're gonna talk about more card news, we're gonna talk about uh, your football week, talking about what's been going on in the world of, of football. Uh, we're gonna talk about um we're going to... No Card College again this week because once again on Postcards United, our our mailbag segment, we have loads of questions. So thanks everyone for these questions. And that,
1: reviews. that does kind of help with Card College, like those questions.
0: Card College has kind of become more... Uh, more uh, Socratic, uh, if you have a dictionary handy. Uh, it's become kind of question and answers and we're learning through the answers to the questions.
1: Yeah, I think it's kind of got to a point where we've kind of taught the class and then we said any questions...
0: And we're going to spend... So we, we spent four weeks teaching the class... And then we're gonna spend. We could could spend years answering the questions.
1: You know, there's still a few like more design segments I want to have in the, in the future weeks. But for this week, it's free flowing. We're gonna we're gonna see how things are.
0: All right. So um, I mentioned that uh, the Twitch uh, streamers out there started to get, the FIFA streamers. Yeah. Started getting into uh, the card thing aboard the card train, and uh, one of the b- most notable additions to the hobby this week ripping. He was ripping packs on his Twitch channel.
1: I think he still is right now. He's the last still, six hours. He's been
0: doing it for six hours today and before as well, hasn't he? Yeah,
1: all week pretty much.
0: His name's Castro.
1: Castro, yeah. Uh definitely I, I don't know. I'm not deep in his history, but I'm pretty sure he started out with FIFA Ultimate Team. If he didn't start out with it, it's probably where he popped off. Right. Um I expected this to happen.
0: Yeah, you were calling it you were saying to me weeks ago, you were saying this FIFA is for Ultimate Teamers. Now can you explain to the folks at home? Yeah, I'm gonna, gonna bring the ultimate teamers. Just
1: a quick I, I posted it as a reply to Gary Vee one day on the twenty second of June on twitter all right okay no no no. wait wait. because important i had it in my notes typed it out and then he put up something about it like oh why is it gonna blow up or something i just responded straight away got like a lot of engagement of it whatever but i think that was the first time you seen my that tweet jason that was the first time you openly seen me even talk about cards or stickers whatever so that was yeah that is an important time that's why i was was very worried you're like what's he talking about oh no
0: enzo has gone down a rabbit hole little did i know a few weeks later you're hosting
1: a podcast (laughs) i've almost a podcast But no, FIFA Ultimate Team, this, this this is why I always thought it was going to happen. FIFA Ultimate Team started back in 2009. Right. That's when I started playing it, right? So you you, you have FIFA. There's FIFA, the, vi- the computer game. The, the Yeah, the video game for Xbox, PlayStation, PC as well, right? You had to pay like maybe 15 euro or something to get the add-on, which was Ultimate Team, which was the game mode. Okay. In that game mode, you opened virtual packets, you got virtual cards, oh. and you put a team together. Then if you had duplicates, you were able to put them in like an album. This isn't 09. They got rid of this eventually. you were able to put it in an album for rewards, which is almost equivalent to literally us getting our World Cup stickers and then sticking them into the album. Yeah. Same concept, right? I was like young when that came out, but I was still like they they like it was such a big success. The following game, they had it just integrated straight away and it quickly became what makes them the most money Because there's
0: lots and lots of in game purchases.
1: Yes. And they just so much money gets spent, right? I remember having like the thought process of they fucking did it. Like they're geniuses. Like they're just taking something we all yeah. are so familiar with and they've like, they've, they've killed it. they just, what an idea.
0: They've virtual, they've made it virtual.
1: And such like, it's such a fun way, such a great way. I was, I was so, I was like, I, I was able to tip my hat to them. Even at a young age, I was able to be like, great business move. That yeah. was genius. Right. It was a moment. So many people then started, you know, YouTube video streaming Twitch. And it just got so crazy. So right. crazy. Right. Blew up. Blew up. Then I got to a point where you could pay money to get like virtual money in the game that you could spend on packets, right? And I got this to is where you
0: hear those horror stories of like the parent giving their child like the credit card, yeah. and then like there's a bill that shows up for ten thousand. It's all been spent on,
1: and and the kid's like, I got hacked. Yeah, and, it mean? But he
0: hasn't. He just wanted. He wanted Messi. He wanted Messi, and he couldn't find him, so he was ripping virtual packs all night. But
1: that's literally what it is, right? So then we got to a point then. Where big famous YouTubers were able to just put in like five, six thousand euro into a game, get their other packs, make videos of them opening the packs. Eventually they'd get a big hit. That would go viral. They'd make video you know, they'd make videos yeah, about yeah, it yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is just it's now it's crossed over. Now you That's have literally Castro. Like,
0: it's, like vir- it's like virtual box breaks almost.
1: It's it, yeah. But obviously you're not giving it to other people not,
0: no without even the fun like without even the
1: but it's just you're so many people are watching like so many people watch it mm. so now you have castro which is this was so this was always going to happen right you have him on twitch this guy comes in on twitch he doesn't know too much about it and that's not a disrespect to him i watched his his twitch for a little bit yeah he's new to it he obviously has the money so he just bought stuff i watched
0: tra- his twitch as well for a little bit but you go first
1: okay well the, the main point is it's the same stuff. You've spent the same amount of money that you did on virtual coins. You're opening packs. If he hits something big, it's going to go semi-viral. People are going to, like, so many people are, from the card community are following him now just because, you know, it's something to kind of latch on to. It's free it's something advertising. To see. It's free advertising for everyone with cards. There was a point in time where there was big famous YouTubers, like, they'd get they'd buy, for 15 million coins in the game, they'd buy a Pele card, right? And then yeah. they'd, They'd have a video and they just discard them. What? Discard them, right? And I'm telling you this now. I think we're gonna eventually see YouTubers, streamers, YouTubers, get a box or buy an expensive card and just rip it, just for a viral like not, moment.
0: Not rip it, like open it. Rip no, it as in tear it,
1: destroy a valuable card in exchange as like for some sort viral. Of weird. I think I think we're gonna see that. I think this clip we're gonna have to clip it at some point, and this give it a few years. We're gonna look back and it, it will happen.
0: Oh my goodness! It's gonna take a sort of a. A sado masochistic turn. Yeah, it's gonna get weird. It's to gonna honest. get kinky. It's gonna get weird. But, but the thing a is,
1: there's gonna like I was on that the Castro thing went for about eight hours. I don't fucking know six hours. I can't remember. I, every time I turned on my phone, he seemed to still be opening packs. Yeah. Um. You know, at most, I've seen like eleven thousand watching live.
0: Mm. It's almost as many and as it his, never, his
1: podcast. <laughs> and it never dropped below seven thousand. So that's just so many eyes it's so it just makes so yeah, much sense
0: i want to say that i saw a little bit of it yeah and i did not find it entertaining
1: i thought he went way too slow
0: i thought he went very slow i didn't think it was clear that he i mean i know very little about cards but i know more than this guy yeah. and i all and also for a guy who apparently makes a living streaming a soccer video game
1: now he might have changed from that since i don't know but continue
0: he doesn't seem to, he didn't, I didn't feel compelled. I don't even know if people listen. He kind of was, it was boring. I was bored. Okay. He didn't seem really funny. He wasn't really like entertaining to me. So I get that. I don't want to come out disrespect the guy, but actually I do.
1: <laughs> You're just angry.
0: I just don't see. I I just, I just.
1: He is, he is. It's, 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 he has a, a cult. quiet taste. It? Yeah. No. Yeah. He's a cult following. You know, these people yeah. are with him.
0: Seems like you must have a very young audience, to be honest with you. You know,
1: but that's what it is. That's partially what's exciting about it, is that, maybe not him, but like, five years ago, all these huge YouTubers had these audiences of 13, 14, that are now, you know, 18, 19, 20. Yeah. And so if they start showing cards.
0: They got their little, they got their first jobs. They're ready to spend. They're ready to spend. Their purchasing power has increased.
1: It's just, I don't know, it's almost like Ultimate Team has molded them. Because everyone kind of turned off—not everyone, but we really turned off. Every every year, yeah, you just started again. You didn't get to carry over anything, so you oh, could have wow. spent yeah, yeah, you could have spent ten thousand on the game if you, you know if you're spending crazy money, and then the next game you're starting at zero again. You, there's no carryover value, da da da, and then people are just frustrated with the game. It's always the same. There's like so much hate towards the company, like EA. Da, da, da. Yeah. But the concept is—it's almost as if they've been molded. They were in the own little card college. They learned a lot of few things a few things, mm. and now they're in the. Ri- they're like, oh, I can make actual money doing this. Yeah. And I'm buying the same player. I'm using my soccer knowledge. It's the same stuff. And now that they're seeing someone like Castro that has so much influence, yeah, just ripping them. People are going, "Where are you getting those? What are you doing here? What's happening here?" And like, if you're Panini and you're smart, that's your, that's your influencer advertising.
0: Yes, I don't Send know if boxes. Panini are doing influencer marketing. No,
1: I don't think that they care enough. Uh, they don't. They're they're Italian.
0: We don't even really want Panini to care. No, if, if they start if they start caring, then they're going to want more. They could. I do mean, anything essentially, they want. the only reason the whole thing works is that Panini are Italian, and they're just <laughs> not interested in like like if Panini were an American company, mm. it wouldn't be happening the way it's happening because no. Panini are just very passive.
1: Yeah, but like Panini are like happy out to make. Austrian league yeah stuff and yes of course Haaland pops up and suddenly there's a bit of value there but But like than Haaland popped up they're just doing it for the love yeah so you know but like yeah it works because they're Italian I think we're going to see so much of it I think him doing it influences other YouTubers streamers etc yeah I think it really is a cultural moment I'm happy to see the first one to do it I haven't seen anyone else big do it it's a moment
0: and I'll say this I think here on Soccer Cards United we're the ultimate team Okay, moving on. <laughs> um, it's time for your football week. This is a segment where we ask each other, hey, what happened in your football week? I'll start Enzo because I have a thing. Okay. So um, the first three episodes of the new Amazon Prime Tottenham Hotspur documentary, All or Nothing, spoiler alert, nothing, um, <laughs> <laughs> came out and it's it starts, there's like 15 minutes of Mauricio Pochettino's reign and they get to the good stuff with Jose Mourinho very quickly, uh, and it's all about last season. Um, uh, they basically stay like embedded. They did it with Man City the season before, but um, they but it's like much more stressful because it's like there's no like stakes because it's like with Man City is like are we gonna win the league? With Spurs is like are we gonna get into the quarterfinals of the league cup? Uh, so uh, Mourinho's there. It's fun. They edited some stuff together, so it seems like he's very angry. They tried to use Sky Sports footage. Then they couldn't get the rights so then they had to like get actors to pretend to be sky sports pundits to Marino react it doesn't matter anyway um so spurs have a bit of attention on them right now and they just signed an irish international of course we we're recording this in dublin ireland um and they just signed irish international right back from wolves matt doherty yeah uh formerly of bohemians here in dublin as a youth player then went to wolves been at wolves for 10 10 years maybe or something like that. Now gone to Spurs to replace, I guess, Serge Aurier as the starting right back uh, at Spurs working with Jose Mourinho. He's the highest scoring defender um, in the Premier League since 2018. And he's also my first uh, actual card purchase. Well, not my first purchase, but my first one to arrive.
1: The first one that was delivered? The first one that was delivered.
0: My first card mail day okay was from matt doherty i uh, now of spurs
1: yeah i threw that on the on the instagram story yeah
0: it's very exciting uh, the card i got was um a tw- 2019 2020 um don russ uh, i'm nodding to jason as he gets this yeah rate. rated um, rookie rated rookie it was red as well
1: yeah it was red parallel was it numbered as well
0: yeah uh, like, it was like
1: 44 or 99 yeah nice nice
0: um nice card
1: you bought it just before he made his transfer i knew he was
0: going to make the transfer yes yeah, so he um, bought it and i was like oh i guess if he's playing for spurs and they have the documentary and i might add some spurs fans jose Mourinho's there he's going to score a couple of goals da, 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 da. Um, so i was like yeah all right you'll dip your toe i did my toe and i have it and now i'm kind of just like maybe i don't even want to sell this because i kind of just like it and he's an irish international i'm obviously an Arden fan i'm just like maybe I just keep this you can have it for the pc um which is so weird because when i start when we started this podcast i was like personal collection uh no thanks i'm in it (laughs) for the money and now i get the card and i'm like oh
1: that's nice sentimental (laughs) yeah that
0: has sentimental value to me your first card um so matt already anyway we wish him all the best of luck
1: yeah for the
0: season ahead also uh the uefa nations league has started back up um now enzo do you want to explain to people who may not know what the Nations League is? Oh, God. Or do you want me to explain it? I'd love for you to explain
1: <laughs> it. I mean, it's new. Pe- people always talk about Ronaldo's, I'll say this, his 2016 Euro prism. Yeah. See, that's the first major tournament. That it's the only major tournament Ronaldo won for Portugal, with Portugal. And that says everything you need to know about the UEFA Nations League, that Portugal won the first rendition and edition of it.
0: Yeah. It, so the Nations League is like this thing that... It's so hard to explain. So UEFA brought in this thing instead of having friendlies, instead of European teams playing friendlies during international breaks, and um, they wanted to add some sort of a, a a competitive aspect to it to like increase TV revenues, increase attendances, and increase the level of the games. Um, because they felt UEFA are obviously worried that the game is drifting ever further towards like club games, super clubs, all that stuff. So um, they started the Nations League. Basically, what it is every team in Europe. Is put in started off in a certain league based on their ranking in UEFA, and if you if you win your division, essentially you can be promoted to the next tier of the UEFA Nations League. So, like top tier teams are be like England, Spain, Germany, Portugal, Holland, then like Ireland. They're probably in Group C or Group B at the moment, and so on, and so forth. And um, it also you can qualify for the European Championships. It doesn't replace the European Championships qualifiers, but it. There is a spot for pe- anyway. It doesn't matter. Basically, look, it's just very competitive friendlies that they play now in Europe instead of yeah. international friendlies, and it resumes running the international break right now. Resumes tomorrow. Resumes yeah. today. As of re- like, is it today? Oh yeah. T- as as of hearing it. As of releasing this podcast, it's today. It starts on Thursday, and uh, there's some real blockbuster, um, uh, fixtures coming up. I just want to tell you that um let me see here so thursday uh germany are playing spain now germany i a very exciting squad yeah havertz werner ferner neuer and Sané. goal Sané, kimmich uh kimmich so many players so many uh, spain are playing as Can well I breathe against, loss, uh, sorry. against germany and um, spain are kind of a new look squad at the moment luis enrique has rejuvenated the squad um damage Traore is in there. Danny Olmo is in there. Uh, Ferran Torres is in there. Gerard uh, Moreno is in there. So it's a really, really, like, attacking, um, exciting squad. Look out for that kind of new generation from Spain. Then you've got uh, Italy are playing Bosnia. The Netherlands are playing Poland. So that's Robert Lewandowski's Poland. Um, and Netherlands, obviously, with so many talents. You know, uh, De
1: Jong, De Ligt. Stephen uh, Steven Bergwijn. Steven
0: Bergwijn.
1: Steven um, New Man United signing Memphis Depay and, de and New
0: Man Donny van der Beek, yeah, yeah. So the Nations League has some really good, um, basically stuff coming up. So, watch out for the Nations League. Um, England are playing Iceland, Iceland, of course, knocked England out of the 2016 Euros. Um, so that'd be funny.
1: England, so many young players that are exciting as well,
0: yeah, but ultimately, funny if they lose because we're <laughs> Irish, so they're
1: not going to win a tournament.
0: Um, they may not even win the match, no, but obviously, like Jack Grealish got a call up.
1: Mason Greenwood, Phil Foden, yeah, Is um, it fine?
0: Jack Grealish could have played for Ireland. Chose not to. Chose not to. So actually, yeah, don't care about him really.
1: Don't care if he plays or doesn't.
0: Wish Villa got relegated. <laughs> so anyway, um,
1: bit harsh.
0: S- no, okay, sorry. So watch out for the Nations League. <laughs> <laughs> but we talked about Donny Van de Beek, uh, and I want to talk about Donny Van de Beek uh, on the podcast. He just moved today to Manchester United, for forty million euros plus five million in add-ons. Yep. From Ajax on a five-year contract to Man United. Um, Van de Beek part of that Ajax team that got to the Champions League semi-finals. That were so close. Twenty eighteen, nineteen. De Jong, De Ligt again is part of that. Uh, David Neres is part of that team. The
1: Lucas Moura hat trick. Oh yeah, yeah, for Spurs. Yeah. Don't get me started.
0: Um, so that he's kind of like the last of the. That golden generation to leave. Yeah. Ajax. And uh he's a really productive he's box to box midfielder, which means he basically does runs around, does everything. Uh highly productive, uh, double double figures, I think, in got in goal contributions for the last three seasons or something like that. And um, wins the most penalties of anybody in Holland because he make, constantly make runs into the box and wins a lot of penalties. Of course, um Man United will love, they already win a lot of penalties I can only imagine now that Donny van de Beek is playing Man United, how many penalties they're going to win. Bruno Fernandes must be licking his lips.
1: (laughs) You know, his stats will go through the season. He's like, I'm getting that Premier League golden boot. On penalties alone. On penalties
0: (laughs) only. (laughs) Um, But the reason I bring him up is because I want to compare him to somebody else, which is uh, Italy, generational talent and people say the successor to Andrea Pirlo, uh, Sandro Tonali, uh, seems to be moving from Brescia to AC Milan. Thank God. Thank God. He was going to go to Inter. No, thanks. You're a Milan fan. Yep. You were like, you know, Inter Merda.
1: Yeah, no thanks, Inter.
0: Yeah, but then he was a childhood um, Milan fan. Yeah. He asked Santa Claus when he was young for a Milan kit, all that stuff. He, they heard, he heard Milan was interested and that Inter wanted to buy Arturo Vidal instead of him. And he was like, I'll go to Milan. i go to Milan. Um, so yeah, so I wanted to say, basically, look, Tonali has been hyped more than Van der Beek has been. And I was wondering, like, over the next five years... If you look at these two players who are kind of considered top class midfielders. Tonali's probably better than Van de Beek in terms of being oh, a talent, but you have to imagine Van de Beek's cards will go hotter because he's a man, you player, and that brings a premium. Or what do you think?
1: Yeah, no, the Premier League just has all the eyes on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was happy enough though, like when, when the links to Milan were happening, Tonali started getting love. I think going to Milan, like sadly for us, like like we are kind of rebuilding. But I do think Tonali going to Milan could kind of be almost a stepping stone. Yes, he could then if he performs well there, he could be signed up by you know Premier League club or Real Madrid, you know those that mm. kind of thing, or maybe Juventus if they want to be scummy. Um, I don't know. It's hard to tell. Like it's midfielders are always hard to tell. I don't think Sandro Tonali will have as many goals as van Der Beek would. No, and that adds no, a premium. Roles, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But that adds a premium. I don't know how well respected the kind of playmaking role will be in the hobby because the hobby's only really like if Pirlo was around now doing what he was doing and people were watching the games or Xavi and Iniesta would they be losing their shit about it I think they would and mm. um, but yeah Man United getting goals so many eyes on Man United you know even for just the players that are there Pogba, Rashford, Greenwood the premium probably stay there but in terms of Milan fantastic signing yeah and they just signed uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic down for another one year mm-hmm and I don't think, yeah, Teo Hernandez doesn't look to be going anywhere either. So no. it is exciting. And there is talks of signing Federico Chiesa as well.
0: There's a lot of a lot of transfer talk. Uh, uh, Maldini, Paul yeah. Maldini is now the sporting director at Milan and he's making a lot of good signings. You know, we love him. Um, so I just thought it was interesting because like, Tonali, I just wanted to bring it up because I just think like, we talked, I think on, on an early episode about that formula of if you want to find players that are going to have a, a growth over the next five years, look for players that are currently at Europa League clubs that could move to Champions League clubs. And it's an interesting case in, in Tonali's case because him going to Milan could mean he could follow that trajectory without having to move club. Because like AC Milan obviously are a massive team in terms of European heritage. Yep. And signing someone like him could move them from being a, let's try and get in the Europa League to... Let's qualify for the Champions League. So just watch out for Tonali. I would say long term, maybe pick up some Tonali, uh, bracious stickers. I just find it like next 12 months, Van der Beek.
1: Yeah, I think Van der Beek for the next 12 months for sure. I think just Italian players really do struggle to get the the real hobby love that they deserve. Yeah. But we like, I've seen some PSA 9 or 10 Daniele Drossi rookies go for 100 euro. So it's there.
0: Yeah, but I think as well, we, we're coming from a period of, of maybe we're in transition, like you look at now, like Spain has been the dominant force in football for the last 10 years, maybe not in terms of money, but in terms of European competitions, and uh, you look at that, and then that seems to be changing a little bit now, obviously Ronaldo's not in La Liga anymore, he's in Serie A, Messi we'll talk about in a minute, Um and maybe the gravity could be shifting again in European football, and Italy may start to attract more and more of the top talents. And in five years' time, Syria A could be what it was in the 90s.
2: Yeah. Oh, who knows? One
1: more thing just to throw on that, linking it back to Ireland. AC Milan have just been drawn against Shamrock Rovers.
0: Yes, Shamrock Rovers, the most successful team in Irish, club team in Irish history.
1: Fortunately, it's happening in Ireland. It's a one-legged game yeah. happening in Ireland.
0: Zlatan Ibrahimovic is going to Tala. Which is madness. Yeah. Tala's a suburb of Dublin for anyone who doesn't know.
1: but Unfortunately, no one can go to the game.
0: No, behind closed doors.
1: So that's really sad. That is really sad. I would love to have seen that game. It
0: would have been amazing.
1: We just, I just got reminded that from, from our good friend, Alan Gall.
0: Oh, yeah. Big Twitter, AG. Yeah.
1: Hit up our um, Soccer Cards United page and, and, and let us know.
0: I don't know if AG listens to the pod, but much love to him. I assume he does. All right. So that's Van de Beek Tonali. Let us know. Are you picking either of them up? What do you think about them? Uh I mentioned Messi ends up. Yeah. And this saga is just getting messier and messier. It's 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 dragging on. It is. When we last left off, there was uh, a Bureau of Facts, uh certified legal documents sent to Barcelona by Messi. I wanna leave. Since we last spoke, La Liga have come out. This is crazy. Not even the club Barcelona, but the entire league La Liga has come out and said Messi has a contract with uh, Barcelona he has to honour it he has a 700 million euro release clause until that's met no good Barcelona uh, sacked their own legal firm uh, didn't sue their own legal firm because who would do it who would do that they, they just sued them they just they just sacked you know they just like go go go
1: away I just don't like. The what, league, what's
0: your impression of the, of the Messi story
1: the league is obviously going to come out first and foremost the league is going to come out because there's if Messi leaves, they lose so much money. Yeah. So they're going to protect them But at the same time, there's legal documents in place, so you can't really... Oh, it's just... I've seen Messi's dad showing up for yeah, a big... Jorge um, is his, yeah, Jorge is Messi
0: is his agent and the CEO of his, of his company. I think...
1: I honestly just... It's time to part ways. I honestly think it's positive for both parties.
0: Yeah, I think... Well, it's not positive. The way it's happened isn't positive.
1: no, no, no of course not. But I just think Barcelona need to usher in the new era and they can't just, like... And they do it's funny they are like they're having a big clear out. Yeah. Ivan Rakitic back to Sevilla. Sevilla. Yeah. And he's such a, he's a great player. Yeah. Um you just have to like go with the youth. You you have to have a transition period. You can't just cling on to Messi and not really sign I don't know. It's it's really messy. I uh, you can't use that term, but it's 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 an absolute shambles. Yeah. I um, do I I hope he leaves, which is kind of a weird thing to say. Barcelona just have done bad business for the last four or five years. Yeah. And you can't, like you can't kind of justify it. Like There's no way to
0: treat the best player in the world.
1: Yeah, no. You you have to like respect that.
0: Yeah. I heard today uh, Sergio Ramos, of course, of famously Real Madrid, the arch rivals of Barcelona, said that Messi deserves, he said he's given enough to Barcelona and he deserves to go. Tony Kroos was asked and um, said uh, it'd be bad for La Liga. And it brings me to an interesting point. I, I think it's interesting. I leave the audience to decide whether it mm. actually is interesting. Um, which is Ronaldo going from La Liga was a big hit. Um, Neymar going was another big hit before that, and Messi going. I mean, the profile of La Liga would drop significantly. Yeah, and everybody knows it in yeah. in 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 Spain. You know,
1: yeah. But the Barcelona before the kind of hammering to Bayern. This happens when Bayern Munich beat you so badly um, and yeah. before that they there was talk of Neymar going back to Barcelona like you know what I mean there's so much yeah
0: and and like Spain now like um obviously Sevilla won the Europa League but Bayern won the Champions League Um. there was no Spanish finalist Um. there wasn't even a Spanish semi-finalist no Um. so that that hurts Spanish football Messi going at this time when The grounds are empty. There's clubs like Valencia are selling everybody off. All that stuff's happening. The whole point for people in the hobby is, I think that if Messi leaves, there's going to be a huge amount of value in Spain next year to pick up cards. That's fair. From rookies or from established people um, because viewing figures are just going to go down. There's people who say, if you say to watch Spanish football, they go, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And what they mean is, they watched Real Madrid when Ronaldo was there. They watched Barcelona when Messi's
1: there. And they watched the Clasico, and they watched the Class. They watched the Clasico. Yeah, yeah Messi's more.
0: not in the Clasico. There's a lot of people. No Messi, no Ronaldo. There's a lot of people that don't even think the Clasico refers to Real Madrid and Barcelona. They just thought it was <laughs> Messi and Ronaldo.
1: No, it is. It's interesting because that kind of gives like next year. Say if Messi leaves, next year's Clasico like the players at the forefront of it will be like Eden Hazard, maybe Rodrigo Vinicius Junior. Even though maybe. we don't rate them, we don't rate yeah. like them at all. Um, Antufahi, but you know yeah. what I mean. So that is like, man maybe like Messi won't be the person making the difference. You know, it's, it's yeah, that is exciting. It's huge. Gareth like, Gar- Bale, God knows what he's doing.
0: Gareth Bale, I think he said today in an interview that he might go back to Premier
1: League. Well, he's, he's, happy, a, he's, he's happy. He's happy with to Wales it. now playing. He's delighted with Wales. He's a while actually playing now instead of putting my feet up.
0: Yeah, so watch out for that because if eyes come off Spain a little bit next yeah. season, there's going to be a lot of people like like Antufati, like Ricky Pooj, um, okay, like. Rodrigo, Venetias, um, you know that are there that you can that you can pick up cheap because because the eyes
1: aren't on it necessarily.
0: Um, okay, wow, we're can flying I, along.
1: Can I say this? Did so you find anything well? else for your football week? No, I just want to. I just want to say this. Um, okay. All them eyes that go away are also. It's just going to add to the profile of potentially Manchester City if that's where he's going. Yeah. Wherever he goes, like suddenly, like people are. I've seen people be concerned about where Phil Foden's going to play. Who cares where Phil Foden? Messi's going to be there. It Doesn't matter where Phil plays. He's nineteen or something. He's nineteen. He'll he's be 20. okay. He'll be fine. And they can play together. Yeah. And I
0: think they're not even in the same position. First no. of all, can we just make this? Can we just say this? Messi's uh, a right winger
1: who will drop deep and centrally if he wants. He doesn't. He's in he a free
0: role. He's not. He's so so. Pep obviously plays 4-3-3. Three, three, and the the three in midfield is a six defensive midfielder and then two free eights who are free to attack kind of like they're either eights or tens depending on look doesn't matter Messi is either going to play if he goes to Man City he's either going to play as a right winger where Mahrez plays now or he's going to play as a false nine like he did for Pep Barcelona yeah um, don't worry about where Phil Foden is going to play and don't please mention their names in the same sentence
1: <laughs> like that's like saying oh Messi's at Barcelona what's going to happen to Iniesta yeah and they're going to play Together. They're going to play together. And they're going to yeah. win everything together. <laughs> yeah, it's not a problem. I mean, don't worry. I don't the, know Oh, I've...
0: somebody said, what was it as well? Imagine what, imagine what Man City would be like with De Bruyne feeding balls to Messi. Do, who do you think? Me- do you think Messi is no, like... No, like
1: Messi and Aguero. I think I've seen that one.
0: Yeah, it's like... Messi is not like a big target man that you're like, oh, he just needs quality deliveries. He just needs he'll... a
1: solid cross from De Bruyne. No,
0: I, Messi's okay.
1: Messi will be setting up more goals than he will be... Re- Messi will assist... More goals than the Bruyne will assist Messi. Absolutely. Yeah, so. it's so weird, like. But it's it's gonna be fascinating to see, and especially I'm seeing City potentially signing Kuba Bali. Yeah, from Napoli. That'll be funny because City like Pep, Pep teams leave their centre back so exposed. Yeah. No matter how good you are, you're gonna look a bit dodgy in a Pep team if someone gets a chance to run at you. I'm excited to see that. Yes, me too. But on football, I don't know the football week. I think that's everything. Right? Yeah, there's, France, there's low, France, there's France had, loads had some games. On.
0: Yeah, France had some. I'll games. say yeah, I'll say this.
1: Yeah. Um France had some games. Memphis the boy got a hat trick. That's right, in his first game. For back Lyon, Lyon. And then he was subbed off for a youngster. Yeah. And I wanna I'm gonna tie this into cards now. Ryan Turkey.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm tying that in because me and Jason did a joint venture on that one. We bought his We bought his top snow cards. We picked up twenty. Yeah. Ten each. Yeah. I just want to touch on that because recently if people that follow the Instagram and the Twitter would have seen that I posted that I got twenty Mason Greenwood rookies from Tops Now. Right. A lot of people hit me up saying, Where did what packs do you get these Masons in? Where, where are these Mason Greenwoods coming from? There's so many new people in the hobby, you know, they don't know about Tops Now, this, that, and the other. There is value there. Tops yeah. now still. Print runs are gonna get crazy. If anyone picked up a Mason Greenwood, well done.
0: Thirteen
1: thousand? Thirteen thousand seven hundred was the print run. Um next year they're going to be crazy the prices like that's that's a small print like it's one of the biggest print runs but in the scheme of everything in one year's time I think we're going to look back on that as a really low one yeah and I'm just saying Ryan Turkey, 17 years of age do you want to say anything on him Jason
0: Yo, yeah yeah so uh, youngest ever player to play in a Champions League semi-final uh, another academy product at the prodigious uh, Leon Academy and been ripping up for the for the youth teams at Leon, um Zinedine Zidane uh, who, obviously, is Real Madrid manager. I don't know why I even said that. Everyone knows that. Um, but he, you know, he reckons that Turkey is is one to watch. He has scouts watching his games. He's, he's considered it a couple of times, making an offer for him, going in for him. I think he's waiting to see if he can prove himself at first-team level in Ligue And um, But you look at Turkey, he would remind you of uh, Benzema. Obviously, Benzema came from Leon as well. Uh, similar background, all that stuff. Uh, so just just one to watch. And I say this as if I I know people in the Leon Academy. I don't, mm-hmm. I just I just kind of read a lot about them. And uh and obviously we talked about Janino before on the show, yeah. I think the important director there. Um but yeah, so I, I they're really happy with Cherokee at Leon. They they really think they have something. Now, yeah. in fairness, like they thought they had something with uh Willem Goebbels, he's yeah. at Monaco now, wasting away. You know, Genoa thought they had something with Pietro Pellegrini. Uh man united thought they had something with baby oh, did, you didn't
1: know they? like and it, makeda
0: and makeda and Janazai. like
1: yeah don't... this
0: this happens like you know i'm not saying that he's going to be the best player
1: no he, he's a player that i have faith in but i don't like i'm not i wouldn't those 10 cards i'm happy with and the re- the reason i'm happy with them yeah. jason you pointed this out to me he doesn't have any stickers or cards no
0: because he was playing at the youth teams
1: yeah but in the middle of the season so for me that top snow card could be a gem
0: well, it's his true rookie. Like he's yeah, not, It says or it says RC. On yeah, it has
1: it has the rookie logo, but like more than that, because like yeah. some crazy. We've seen cards. RC. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, It's very well, most likely going to be in 2019, 2020, the only card produced by of him. Yeah. So should he kind of catch fire and and kill kill it, that suddenly becomes you know similar to the Panini foot of of Mbappe, not at the same level, I don't think, but just in terms of. That is the undisputed tr- true rookie.
0: Yeah, like he's not in the Panini Foot 2019, 2020 sticker set. He's not in any card set. Yeah. So like it's his undisputed rookie. And if he pops off and like let's say he gets okay, best case scenario, he gets a move to Real Madrid. Yeah. And starts banging him in for like, Real.
1: You need him to kind of gather momentum at some point in the next three years. Like you know what I mean? Like he's yeah. still so young. I would say as well, um
0: He's only yeah, he's only seventeen. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's very young.
0: Like put it in terms of like Greenwood. Say what age is Greenwood now? Eighteen. Eighteen. Like, but a year ago, where most people talking about Greenwood.
1: No. No.
0: Your, your brother, because he's a huge yeah. Man United fan, was saying he was, was saying what I'm Academy. saying about Turkey. Yeah, saying it's the same. they're really happy with him. They, they have something here.
1: Yeah, like Turkey is a player that like I wouldn't be like the same. I have so much faith in Mason Greenwood. I have so much faith in Haaland. Yeah. I don't have that in Turkey. But you haven't seen. But, you, but I haven't because I, I haven't been familiar with him. I haven't been seeing him a lot. Yeah. But I am excited. I'm excited to see the print run.
0: Yeah, the print run will define a lot of things. Because like I think like uh Asim War yeah. from uh Leon as well, not even his rookie tops now, but it was it got bit, like, he he gets lots of hype. Yeah. And the print run was like what? 500,
1: maybe. 500 or something. And like that was but that, in fairness, like that kinda had the momentum of the Champions League. He was performing well in like the, the deeper rounds of it. Yeah. Turkey came and see I knew about Turkey as a player, but I had just bought twenty Mason Greenwoods and I and then that came out like just after or maybe they kind of overlapped. Yeah. And I was like, I just spent my money. I'm not going to go back to Tops now. And I feel like a lot of people could have done that.
0: Yeah. But, but the, I meanwhile, don't know. I you hadn't bought the Didn't masons. buy any Greenwoods. And I like, was I knew Cherokee and I'd heard him mentioned a lot. And um, then I was just on the Tops. I saw Tops now. And I just remembered, I was like, oh, there's that thing where he came on and immediately as soon as he came off the bench, he uh, did like a Cruyff turn on Alfonso Davies, left him for dead. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, the kids are I like them. He's a are
1: right. it Just for anyone that doesn't know, Tops now, they produce cards as things kind of happen in real life. Yeah. They're kind of live for 24 hours or seven days. It depends. That's kind of the window. And then everyone, you can order, you can buy that exact card. And then after the window, say if it's seven days, as soon as seven days are over, everyone that bought one, that becomes the print run of the card. So you're kind of gambling that the print run is going to be low or that a player is going to, you know, pop off. So the, yeah. a lot of people ask me, where did you get the green Where did you get the green woods? You you buy it. you have to be switched on to tops now.
0: Yeah, and the tops like will tweet out. When yeah, it's it's, it's
1: in your face. You just need to kind of yeah
0: be looking the right way. Yeah. So, right, that was good. We're forty minutes in. We can we can only do like 15, 20 minutes of of uh, postcards United. I know. Like last week, we were answering questions in a you know. marathon session. Um, but yeah, let's let's get we had lots of questions again this weekend. So last week, I don't know if anyone heard, but last week we well, I know some people did. Uh. I said, look, we're getting so many questions, it's hard to keep up with them, it's hard to get to them all on the show, we, have, we need to get some way of filtering them, and we said, right, I'll we'll make you a deal, if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, because obviously we need to get seen in like the new and not- noteworthy section of the podcast, on Apple, uh, leave a review, couple of lines is fine, whatever, give us a five star review, leave a little thing, send it to us, uh, in the DMs or by email or whatever. Just say it whatever it the username was. I I left a review. This is my username or quote or whatever, and then we'll answer. We'll make sure that anybody who leaves a review, we will get to your question. So there's some people today who asked us questions. Some of them are good questions. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't leave a review, so <laughs> we
1: can't like we can answer some of them. But if we, what I'm saying, no, what is I'm saying, we're, we're answering the reviews yeah. first. And I'd, I'd also like to say, there's a chance one or two questions got lost. I've set up a new system now where I'm logging every question as they come in. Yeah. Because the DMs have been flooded. Right. So, but I have, I think I'm pretty sure I have everyone that left a review definitely here. Like, there could be one missing. And if, if that is the case, just let us know and we'll get and to we'll it. And we'll get to it. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, right, Enzo, hit us with the first. Okay. So this. And just the, for everyone knows,
1: I don't I don't see the questions. No, I'm dealing with all of the, like, social media. Yeah. You know, all the work.
0: <laughs> well, I'm...
1: No, I'm joking. You're the sound uh, and you're everything. Come on. I do the
0: sound. I know about what's going on the Leon Academy I'm joking okay I've just got easily offended
1: no yeah, I know sensitive okay this was a question that we had last week and it was you know our, our show went on so long we had to cut it off early yeah this comes from Charmander Smorts who did leave a review he wants us to explain the different type of prism parallels so he understands the numbered cards you know you're one of one he understands that.
0: this is good because I also I'm about where he is right now
1: right understands one of one one of ten one of one hundred and well, I don't know some, some of them don't have one of one but you know what I mean the numbered, the number ones were easy to understand. You, there's the hierarchy is very clear. Yeah, you have your base cards, which are bottom of the pile. I, I think in future base cards are going to be so like not the current base cards that we all know, but like let's say twenty twenty two World Cup prism base. Yeah, I think those are going to be mass, mass, mass produced. Whereas all the parallels will be like the ones they get. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because like for example, if they start producing, say like Premier League prism, and they start producing that in Europe as well
0: gonna be a base everywhere
1: the bases are gonna be everywhere but the parallels will always kind of hold that value right now, yeah. that doesn't mean if you have base 2014 prism it's not gonna be worth value it still is because were... it's 2014 yeah because it's yeah. 2014 but anyway it's awesome. so we we have them then you have the likes of like your silvers right yeah silvers are just highly sought after right lots of love I just like... bought
0: a uh Paulo Dybala 1670 in silver
1: okay for Juventus okay but then there's like so basically, there's, there's a few different things, right? So then you have, like, your blue laser, purple laser. They're, they're, like, different sets have different... You know what I mean? Blue, red, green wave. All, so basically, he's we want some of the difference between all that. So if, if it doesn't have a number, how do you know if a red, white, and green wave is the same as a silver? Like, which one is rare? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really don't. Like I, This is so refreshing to you hear this. This is the same, like... I It was a great question. We couldn't, like dig into it last week. I'm not sure. Like, I don't... Like, I'm hoping someone listening knows. Yeah. I've, I've tried researching there, it There a must bit. be,
0: like, standards from other sports.
1: You know, I have, no, it definitely crosses over from, like, basketball, football, because it's the same set. Like, they're set up in the same way. I don't, like, I don't know... If it's not numbered, I can't tell them apart. I just base it off, like, which one I like more. Or, like, in terms of, like, aesthetically. Or, like, you kind of go onto the PSA website. You go basketball, because, like, soccer just isn't graded enough. You go to basketball, and you look okay the the hypers and the mojos there's multiple different right Mm. you look at them and say how many have been graded what's the going rate what's the price and you can kind of figure it out yeah but like i don't i'm looking there has to be somewhere that a very clear hierarch hierarchical breakdown yeah i couldn't find it though like that's why that's a good question so if so
0: if you have that
1: if you know it like i'm gonna dig into it more i'm hoping to like dig into it and then make a post about it yeah because that is important information absolutely maybe there's a chance that they're all the same like say they're all out of 1000 and they just don't number them and they're all just different right, variants yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm just not sure yeah like, i can't answer it without knowing it
0: one thing that um, you made me think about in that qu- question was talking about like just some of them are called like mojos and blue lasers and whatever they're else they're yeah, called yeah. right i just love the idea that in panini there's one people who make there's one set of people who make the cards design the cards and then there's like just one guy and he's the card namer <laughs> so they just kind of like lay all the cards on the table and they just point at one and he just goes like mm, mojo <laughs> and like there's no rhyme or reason for anything and it's anything. like
1: okay and like, oh, I guess it's what it's called that's what it is yeah he said it okay but I think I think silver silver is I don't know I think silver has a bit more of a premium on it and laser I don't, it's really it's confusing they all look very nice and very shiny mm. if there's no number
0: who, then who knows I don't
1: know the difference but I would it, like if I really wanted to know it right now I'd go PSA Luka Donich and I'd start comparing
2: mm.
1: and kind of associate a price but I, I do think there's a hierarchy out there somewhere I'm hoping someone listening knows it links it to us drops it in our DMs that'd be great but I am going to look more because see I for the most part like when I'm looking at those kind of parallels they're they're just pretty much related to like 2014 and 2018 Prism And at that point like the prices of like an Mbappe in that way which is something I want are crazy already. Yeah. So I kind of just never like I never investigated it. Yeah I was like I don't need to know that. Yeah. Because I'm happy enough buying bases and trying to get them all in bulk and selling them. Mm -hmm. But one one tip with the parallels and stuff when a base card Jason this is good for you. When a base card starts to increase in price there is just a natural lag with the value of its parallels.
0: Because people haven't necessarily people are just like get the base get the base get the base. No, Because
1: yeah it's like Okay, so say like if Donny van der Beek had a twenty eighteen World Cup Prism. I don't think he does. He he doesn't no. But like say he did, right? Holland didn't qualify for twenty eighteen World Cup. Very good. But like say he did, right? For example, this is my example. Say he did. Then he he signs for United, everyone's gonna go running and buying 2018 Prism Van der Beek, right? If if that card existed. If you wanted to do that, you're gonna jump in and get the base. Like there's if you're if you're if you're only new or if you just don't have a big budget, it's base.
0: Yeah, you go going there, you're like, oh, I see a base card there. That's what I can afford. I have know? thirty euros. I'm gonna buy that.
1: So like the majority of the people under the the hobby umbrella will be able to afford the base. Yeah. So they all start buying it, but that results in it kind of increase, and then some people fall off, can't afford it anymore. But then that increases to a point where maybe the base is a hundred, and like the parallels are sitting at like one twenty, and it's like that doesn't make sense
0: because the parallel hasn't increased in proportion to the price of the
1: base. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So there's, there's a lag. So that's when you, you jump in, you get the parallels as you see the base. Horizon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, you know, it all f- floats up together. Mm. So yeah, Charmander Sports, unfortunately, we, we don't have a direct answer for that one. Yeah. I, w- I think if you investigate enough on the PSA website or just comps, you would eventually kind of figure it out. Right. But there has to be some basketball guru, card guru on like basketball, football. will know the answer to that. Okay. And I'm going to find it eventually. And hopefully someone just links it to me. It'd be a lot easier. That'd be great. But I think, yeah. So that's one.
0: Do you know the the Lonely Island? They do, like, funny, like, uh, they did, like, um, like I Just Had Sex, that song, and, like, I'm on a boat and stuff like that. Andy Samberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they they have a song, I think I think it's them, is that like When Will the Bass Drop? And it's, like, a fake techno song where it's just, like, a DJ, like, and he's just, like, really, like, David Guetta style, getting the crowd yeah, going. No. Um, but, like, the bass never drops. And I just thought that would be a good name for uh, one of our videos about the devaluation of bass cards. When will okay. the base drop?
2: Okay.
1: So Tuck, shout out Lonely Island. <laughs> took that away. Um, Michael hit us up and he asked for about a specific... Hi, Michael.
0: Thanks for your question.
1: He asked about a specific player and actually answered it in the DMs, but I just I thought it was a good question. So I won't I'll use the specific player because we're not trying to pump and dump. Oh. So I have a lot of this guy and I don't want to...
0: Oh, so this is... So just so everyone knows, if we mention a specific player on the podcast, we assume that people listening are going to be like, oh, that's great. Let me look into it. Let me look into it and then everyone... But, and if we hold a lot of that player... Then it's like a bit, it's no. like, there's some ethical questions.
1: Yeah, it's slimy. I don't like it. So yeah. I have a lot of this guy, and this isn't a guy that's super hot right now, so I didn't want, that's the only reason I don't want to say it, right? Right. So Michael wanted to know, which rookie card for this player should I buy, right? hmm And this this guy has three different, like, rookie cards. It's not like Turkey that only has one, or Mbappe foot, Panini foot. So when looking for rookies, right? Yeah. Th- th- as everyone knows, this, but this is, like, it's important. You just go, like, eat, if you find a player, wikipedia when was his first senior appearance, right? It's it's in the Wikipedia column. It's very, very quick to see who's he play for. Look for stickers for that year. If he doesn't have any stickers, like stickers or cards that year, if he doesn't have any, go to the next year. Mm-hmm. Then if he has multiple, say if he has three, a sticker, a card, and then a card with a different brand, they're all rookie year, okay? Yes. So it doesn't matter if one came out a month before the other one. Like like that doesn't like, It's done by year. Too many blurred lines. People don't care, right? At that point, like, for me, I often just buy all of them if I can. Like, I buy one of each. I like them all. Like, if I like them all, I kind of buy them.
0: You'll sometimes see on eBay, you'll see, like, a lot.
1: Of all the rookies. they would be like, yeah, yeah. Three
0: three rookie cards, one of each, I'll sell them to you.
1: Yeah. So, for me, like, you can look in, you can see what the prices are at. And normally, one of them probably has the highest value. Yeah. And that's kind of being touted as kind of the most sought-after rookie. Like, you could look at Mason Greenwood as an example. He has his Panini sticker, 397, mm-hmm. Panini 365 sticker, Chronicles cards, Donor yeah. rated Rookie. And then he also has now the the tops now card.
2: Mm-hmm. They're, they're all, all rookie season.
1: They're all rookie season. They're all rookies. Um, I think one of the like, I preference the most. I preference is his solo sticker. Even though I my vest my biggest vested interest is his Panini three six five. Right, I have fifty four of them. Jesus, I have twenty of his tops now. Yeah, I only have seven of his solo stickers, but those are my favorite. Right, but I think the market will probably have the Don Russ as the highest value, maybe maybe yeah okay like, as things happen i think or tops now depends on print runs of Donaros, but yeah it's basically compare them all make sure they're all rookie year same year compare them all see the prices and just which one do you like which one is selling for the most mostly it's diversify get them all if you really believe in the player get them all they'll all go up because when someone's priced out of one they're going to go for the next one yeah yeah so that's rookie year that's okay? good advice tom hit me up this is a general one that is. someone else as well but tom is the only name i'm remembering here they bought loose packets jason right
0: Loose packets, so the packets are sealed, but they're not in a box.
1: Not in a box, right? And both of these individuals sent me loose packets that had been basically opened and resealed packets. So packets had been resealed. People do it, but very well.
0: You shouldn't reseal packets.
1: No. So basically, open the packets, took the good cards out. But this Tom, I think it was Tom. Tom had just he opened World Cup 2018 stickers. I think right, and like almost every packet came with like. Like you know, the lower, the lower, you know. I think the Nigerias and like team photos, which are like no one cares about team photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless yeah. it's like a team photo with Pede in it or Maradona in it. Yeah, know, they don't care. It was basically just junk. I know. I think it was Tom. There was two people talking to me. I think this was Tom. Right. He's a statistician. Okay. And he said where he works, everyone like buys cards, like cards and stickers, and they had done like a normal oh, like a little like
0: a little workplace hobby. Yeah. It's, yeah
1: right. Right. It sounded so cool. And he was saying like they basically they did just out of pure interest and enjoyment they did the numbers of like what percentage of if you open 10 packets what's the the literal Likely probability hard. of each thing yeah 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 and like based on like their own experience of opening it so every time they open it they jot down everything so basically he said like the numbers it's so far because like if you're selling loose packets you could have got them from seven different boxes so maybe you did just end up getting all the team photos you know but, but that's very unlikely Yeah, but he did this the stats of it all and it's as minimal as you can get but it was just interesting to see. But the point is be so, 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 so careful. Do not buy loose packets. Yeah. Don't do it. Agree. There's a reason sealed wax has that premium. It's because it's not tampered with. Like, people go into the extent of opening a packet and resealing it perfectly, like almost perfectly. That's a skill in itself, I'm sure, because like if you've seen packets of stickers, especially. But like mostly what people do is they open a box, say if you have your Champions Europe box, open a box, start opening packets. You hit messy, you stop opening packets. Because now the probability of another Messi in there is very low. Mm-hmm. So then it's more of a sure bet to just sell your packets. Yeah. I've done that. I've got my Messi, kept my packets, and I'm not going to open the rest of them. I'm going to try sell them.
0: Put them back in the box?
1: I have them. Like, basically, I had two boxes of Champions of Europe. Opened you, you both You made of them, one whole box. Made one whole box, right?
0: But you knew there was no Messis in there.
1: But there might be. Because I only got one Messi. Mm. basically i put them all in right so this is a real
0: is this like more like your like early card career oh
1: yeah i'm not i'm past this now no but listen i'm not, I'm not this isn't a joke this happens right so i I got my messy had 50 perfectly unopened packs put them in the box put the box up for sale as an open box photos were very clear the box is wide open people because people do like to buy stickers you know yeah but like i don't know like i had it up for like a really high price To see if anyone would make an offer for it. Mm -hmm. Does someone want it? Would I sell it? Do I want to sell it? I think I'm going to end up opening the packets. Right. Because my thought process is. You sell that box. If they don't get a Messi or an Aldo. They're going to feel like they were robbed. Even though you were clear. Like this is. You know. The packets are clearly sealed. Yeah. But. You're going to feel a bit. Yeah. And I'm like. I just don't think I can sell that. And get customer satisfaction. Do you know what I mean? So like it's not worth selling it. Yeah.
0: And you're not trying to be. You're not trying to like yeah you especially i think as well and i think this is interesting i I don't i don't want to like toot our own horn here or anything like that but like now like for you anyway like that you're kind of like a public figure within the not (laughs) like i'm not like i'm not trying to over exaggerate how popular this podcast is like yeah but i just mean like you have a reputation we both have reputations to uphold that's true so if we're just like highballing or lowballing people all the time doesn't look great because we're here on the podcast saying don't do this don't do that i think this, and we're yeah. giving all our opinions but like
1: in that, in that case like i don't feel like i'm dirty and doing that like that's like
0: no but it's like you gotta hold yourself to a higher standard it's not that you'd be dirty
1: but no, you no, I wouldn't
0: agree. be super clean
1: yeah i know i agree with that i just don't like from my point of view i just think of it as like a business i don't think there'd be customer unless they happen to get a messy in it I don't think there'd be customer satisfaction opening the box. Yeah, like I opened them boxes because I got them from someone and I thought there was g- not going to be no messes in it. I looked; they looked like they had been tampered with the boxes, like the plastic put back over them. I felt very like this is, and I just yeah. felt bad opening it, even though I got a Ronaldo. But I was like, I think this guy got me, kind of thing. <laughs> but like in that case, but in that case, the box had been sold as like sealed wax, you know. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was beat up, and it didn't look very sealed, you know. Yeah, mine when I have it advertised as open. So it's kind of like, because you can buy loose packets. People yeah, do that and they, they're fine with it. Yeah, transparent about it. Yeah, 100%. But for me, I'm like, there's a few cards from the Champions Europe set that I didn't get. Like, I didn't get a Ronaldinho. So I'm kind of like, it's probably in that box and I'd like the Ronaldinho. Mm-hmm. Even though I could buy one for like three or four or five euro. I just like, I still want to get it. So we might, I might add that to, I might add that to either us kind of doing an opening or maybe down the line we could kind of do like a giveaway and like do a live break but without paying in and just give it to people. I that could know. be cool. Potentially,
0: I had a similar situation. It's funny, like, because you're talking about like a Champions of Europe box, and yeah. I'm just talking about like a shitty old box that I got. Uh, like, I got this like Man United thing, like 08 09, yeah. just because I was like, oh, I kind of want that. And like, I was it was in Ireland, that I didn't wait, have to wait.
1: Is this the one that we got together or no? No, that's that's
0: 2010, the, 2011.
1: No, 2010 2011 is the one you're talking about. Oh, the, sorry, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, we got 08 09 yeah, together, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I got then to 2010 2011, we got the 08 09 one because there's Ronaldo's in there, yeah, yeah.
1: We think it's sealed, it's yeah, Ballon d'Or year.
0: Yeah, but then we got I got this other one 2010 2011. It was pretty cheap and I was just like, ah, I'll get that. Then I got it and it has like I think it has like 50 packs or whatever in it. But um it looks like it's not it's not in plastic. Yeah. And it looks like it's been tampered with. But the really funny part is it, there's nobody I want to get in it. Yeah, there's no one in there. There's nobody yeah. in the checklist, yeah. so it's like There's no reason to tamper it. No, because it's not like you're going in and there's nobody. Who you you're going in and getting berbatov berbatov are you going in and getting maybe like the mania vintage. i don't know maybe you are maybe you're like that's who, what your thing is but i think anyway this box has like no value really yeah um so i'm either just going to keep it i kind of want to open it just to see what's in it but i'm also kind of thinking maybe i'll just sell it like not even within the hobby my best bet might be just to sell it within like man you car like Manu collect like man memorabilia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's not even about the stickers it's just like someone's like i love everything man united that's smart yeah i want that not just like, and that's something i think people should remember as well Like, say you have a full collection of like ac milan 1992 stickers and you're like oh people don't respect like beresi and stuff <laughs> whatever it is right and um, you can like you don't have to sell it to people who are car, like card or sticker connected you can just find people who want milan memorabilia yeah like there's like there's a bit of flexibility there as well Yeah,
1: there's niches within the hobby
0: yeah there's niches within niches
1: then yeah you look at the likes of milan man you know it's such huge fan bases yeah you'll find someone to buy you'll it. find
0: someone that wants it yeah, not I because it's a sticker I'm, but because I'm, it's a whatever
1: i wouldn't open that box i don't know why you bought that box i would have advised I, I did advise you were against, like don't
0: buy that but i was just like i kind of just want it i yeah, just yeah,
1: fair listen if boxes are fun like having closed boxes is
0: but fun. i don't even know if it's closed i'm just like why would you tamper <laughs> with
1: this no but like unopened packets yeah I think the packets are unopened. They, they did not open. To, no one went through that effort for that, bugs.
0: No, but how did the guy that sold it to me, how did he get it? I don't know. He was in Ireland, like. Now, one thing I will say. It's Panini. It's from Panini's 50th anniversary year.
1: I don't. Okay.
0: So, again, niches within niches. People are like, I don't even care oh, yeah, about I care sports. about Panini. I care about Panini. I'm a Panini collector.
1: Okay, hold on to it. Hold on to it. I'll keep it. Mm, but I don't have... To f- by by
0: the time Panini's 100.
1: Okay, question. That, that was Tom's question. Basically, be careful buying loose packets. Yeah. And I say that as a person that's selling loose packets. And
0: Tom, get on board as our data consultant for the, for the yeah, show. Yeah,
1: if, if it's Tom. There was two people. I think it was Tom. Um. Okay, so... 555 five, Linscombe? Lynn, One and two... Guys,
0: you, got, you gotta...
1: You gotta leave your name. Throw a name. With this the is message. Too hard to say make. like,
0: what? thanks, and then like,
1: Lynn, or Gary, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, well, that's fine. Okay, he wanted, this is a good question. So we went so hard on stickers last week. Yeah. This is a separate question, but it's kind of similar. He's saying, will card collecting ever surpass sticker collecting in Europe? Answer to that is yes. In terms of modern, like, in 20, like, today in Europe, there's going to be more demand for, you know, a Panini Prism than there will be for its... EPL sticker.
0: Yeah, because, okay, great case in point. I, I have Matt Doherty. Yeah. I just bought a, his Donruss rated rookie. Um, I have his 2019, uh, or 2019, 2020 uh, Premier League sticker. And I'm just like, this oh. is grand. I know it's a rookie sticker or whatever, but I'm just like, no. Eh. It's awesome. kind of just a bit plain, and because he's not an actual rookie, it's definitely Greenwood or Mbappe or somewhere. You're like, this is actually the first thing that was printed yeah. about it. But it was like Matt Doherty. I'm like, okay, it's not a rookie. He's nearly he's in his thirties. Like,
1: yeah. Even if it is the first thing printed, it's like you know, I don't
0: care, like because I know I know who he is. You know, like, you it's know just, his trajectory already. You know, I'm what just happens. like this is not exciting for me. I know, I know the end of the story.
1: Yeah, that's for me. I I, I feel like card collecting is going to take over. I think panini and tops are going to start producing cards here at scale in like the uk ireland europe and um yeah i do think but it's weird because also i have so much of like just a soft spot almost or just a kind of an attraction to the mason greenwood panini sticker yeah the solo sticker even though like that solo sticker is the mason greenwood that i have the least of no but i I think what's going to
0: happen is like stickers are gonna like Slowly, like we we are. Abs- I'm absolutely certain stickers are going to hold their value, mm-hmm. but I think there will be. There's an inflection point somewhere. So maybe it's 2023, maybe it's 2024, 2025, when you can walk into a shop, uh, and buy a like a Panini Soccer Chronicles box in Ireland, in Denmark, in it, whatever it is. You know, yeah. when you can do that. And you're looking, and you're you're in a uh, like say I was in a I was in a toy store buying panini, uh, twenty twenty Premier League stickers right. If I'm looking at that and I'm like, oh look, there's a there's a box of prism. I'm just gonna buy the prism, and then I think, I think stickers will have a certain lifespan. Like everything from say twenty twenty five back, the stickers will be really valuable, but then everything twenty twenty five forward, the cards will be the primary one. Yeah. Does that make sense? So there's like, an I don't know if people know what an inflection point is.
1: No, I agree with that. But then also the the main reason cards are going to take over as well. I think, again, I think they're going to get produced here. I fully believe that it makes so much sense, but I also think when that happens, they're going to be more mass produced, which, which is why the parallels are going to be the main.
0: Yeah. I think stickers, one one disadvantage stickers have is that they're less customizable than cards. They can do, they do less with stickers. It's cheap. Like they're cheaper. They're flimsier. Um,
1: but sticker populations for grading is always going to be difficult.
0: Yeah, exactly. Cause their they're flimsier. Yeah,
1: because at the end of the day, listen, at the, when you start off, you're you're dealing with raw cards. The real the real money is is with graded cards, and at that point, you just need to look at populations. And it doesn't matter how many like this is the sticker or the card better which one has a lower population. Yeah, that becomes Supply part demand. of the game. Supply demand. He also the same person asked how popular are grading cards in the EU. So I don't know if that means how, how popular like in terms do we buy graded cards or do we get our cards graded both of them i would say not so popular but blowing getting up there right yeah
0: well, well it's again we're we actually talked about on on uh when we went on uh powers uh show
1: on, which should be out soon
0: yeah power sports around we went on that talk about that and we talk about grading and how difficult it is to get stuff graded i mean everyone like kind of jokes about in the hobby like jokes about how long turnaround times are at all these places it's even longer if you're shipping from the eu yeah. or the UK so like it's really like difficult um so I think we're getting there I, I, as Enzo and I said on Matt's podcast which isn't out yet but um there is a, somebody at some point whether it's BGS SGC or uh, PSA. PSA Um, someone's gonna say we're opening up
1: a grading facility in Berlin or the UK or yeah Probably, I think Dublin would have a shout with that.
0: Yeah, we. I mean, l- let's face it.
1: Tax haven.
2: N-
0: Tax-friendly environment.
1: Tax-friendly environment.
0: Twelve and a half percent corporate no, tax U- rate, if the you're UK, listening.
1: The UK being out of Europe now, because normally London's yeah. such a go-to place.
0: But now the UK is out of the EU, uh, so if you want, like, Dublin has, like, the international headquarters of Google, Facebook, Twitter, Microsoft. LinkedIn. If Yeah, I LinkedIn, uh, Airbnb. Like, if you're not, like, whatever... Most tech companies and most, like, uh, pharmaceutical companies, all that stuff, everything that's not American is headquartered in Dublin. So, like, open up... Hey, if you... Like, if if BGS wants to open up a a Dublin grading station, we'll run it. We got it. We got it. Don't worry about it.
1: We know the players.
0: We know the players. We know the game.
1: We know the game. (laughs) I think that... I just think it's happening. But I think... I don't know if... I don't know. I was going to say, like... I just, people are slow to react like I think I think it'd be SGC if it's any of them but I don't know yeah, how, how their need, funds they are they need something they need a they need a kind of a big coup
0: yeah well I think uh, to be honest they I need think a feather like in their cap we we look at like I think grading is going to become more and more and more crucial the way it is in baseball and in basketball and in NFL yeah because of the amount of stuffs going to start getting printed yeah like at the moment it's everyone's trading kind of raw cards raw stickers just let it da ungraded. Da-da-da-da-da. but like when there's so much in the market so many people in the market there are gonna like i think it's gonna become more and more stratified where it's like ideal in graded sports cards Only. ideal and ungraded you know what i mean so that of like of people happen. that are quickly flipping ungraded stuff and then people that are like no i'm kind of in this for like big transactions
1: yeah investments so. that's where opportunity lies if you're able to grade like there's, there's so much opportunity if you're able to literally have a card and you know it's a nine slash ten yeah because there's some the people with the money they're they're not in in the gutter basically doing that kind of work of getting a raw card making it a graded card yeah they try to buy the graded card and be co- sit comfortable with their feet up known in, in 12 months this is going to be worth more than i bought it. so it's so it's, it's but there's it's, so much space
0: yeah it's in the gaps yeah you know it's like it's it's um
1: there's so many niches to make money in the hobby Yeah,
0: So just, that's the thing, like, don't expect to be everything. If you're, if you just want to specialize in, I specialize in French football stickers because I know that uh, first Mbappe, then Zidane, you know, in 10 year or in, in 10 months it's going to be uh, Benjamin Cherokee. Leon, it's going to be Cherokee, it's going to be uh, Drogba's time in France, whoever it is, like, you know, Hazard, uh, Hazard like at least.
1: Hazard could have a great season with Real Madrid this year and then, yeah, like all of his stock is going. You fry. could just
0: be like, I just flip French football stickers. I yeah. found a person in France to supply me, and that's what I do. And that's okay. That's the thing is like, you don't have to be.
1: You have to spend yourself so thin.
0: Yeah, because people are losing out on opportunities because they're like, I want everything. Whereas if you spend three hours looking for Bundesliga rookies who may get a move somewhere else, like or
1: whatever it Or just watching the Bundesliga exclusively, almost. Yeah. You'll find the talent.
0: Like, we did that because we had, we used to have a... We have another podcast called The Fuzzy Shone and we did a German bonus podcast and we watched the Bundesliga when it was all that was on mm-hmm. and, like, we learned a lot and I'm not even going to share what we learned because we don't have time and it's too valuable.
1: <laughs> it's too valuable. Okay, moving on. Joe asks us on... We're last over an hour now. So quick we and cheerful move. question. He said, the best place to find checklists for stickers?
0: Oh, laststicker.com.
1: Amazing. Amazing website.
0: Amazing resource. Like, I, I as someone who's new to the hobby um as someone who want like had this exact question last sticker is incredible it organizes it by country Um, it has little pictures of the set so that you can see if you're doing the right set
1: and pictures of the of most of the stickers yeah it's it's great it's, it's fantastic yeah um
0: laststicker.com
1: okay we have upcoming sets that we're excited about so andre who did leave a, a review thanks andre he and Mark as well asked a similar question. So they're kind Thanks, of Mark. together. Upcoming sets we're excited about. Why to know? Like cardboard connections will tell you if it's coming out. That's like one of the first things. I'm going to start posting on our pages. Like as soon as I know release dates. Just to keep people like up to date mm-hmm, and informed. Mm-hmm. Um, Sets that are out right now that I'm excited about. Topps Bundesliga Chrome. Topps Chrome Bundesliga. Yeah. Coming out soon is the Topps Chrome Champions League. So that would be. That's the only set I'm really looking at now. Topps. Like there's a select coming out for the Euros. I don't know how I feel about it. Because it's 2020 tournaments in 2021 are they going to release another set in 2021 i don't know mm. it's just a void it's just too much money and it's just
0: yeah it's, i remember we, we can't get them at retail prices
1: here in yeah Ireland. so it's just not i'm avoiding it like for me just for me honestly i'm not looking at the new sets there's so 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 much opportunity and what is out there right now yeah that i just think that's a gamble for the most part and um, tops chrome bundesliga off the top of my head i can't think of too many rookies that i mean i, I don't know. i think yeah actually there, there'll, there'll be rookies in it that's probably the best set coming out the tops chrome champions league um and there's also the premier league prism is going to start up again yeah so th- there is exciting sets coming up i'm going to try to get dates for them all coming out but for me honestly do it for fun buy one box for fun if you want to open it or if you if you're if you're, like none of those sets i can really tell you if you're planning to buy and hold that they're like guaranteed money you know no but they put, like I'd say the Premier League one will be but, like Mason Greenwood's maybe, but like they're not as rookie anymore, so not really.
0: But we don't know who's gonna blow up this season. Yeah,
1: we don't, we don't know. And most of the checklists I believe just come out like one or two days beforehand. Most of the time now the boxes are pre-order, so you you're buying blind. You don't know what's in it. Yeah, I think they did put out one recently. Maybe it was impeccable. I can't remember the name of it, but it started at like nine hundred retail. Yeah, it's crazy. And the checklist was awful. Yeah. So just be careful. Honestly, I just yeah be
0: careful as well. Like in retail, like I like. I think there's a tendency money. to yeah there's a tendency to believe that like to, to, it's crazy like to believe that tops and panini are sitting there going like oh we'll just make some we'll just make some new sets oh look at this da, 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 da. Oh,
1: look, they're selling it for 10 times the price yeah. on ebay
0: oh well I, I guess the resale value is none of our concern da, da, da. they're inflating the prices because you're selling them yeah they want they want a cut they want a cut you're not and making how they take their cut is they charge you twice as much
1: for like a worse product yeah they'll they'll basically they're putting out low budget products and like and then wrapping up basically they're ready to kind of get their money right now the big companies that's why like those sets are just a little bit ropey I just I say there's so much opportunity vintage so much opportunity and things that have come out in the last four or five years I'm not rushing for upcoming sets Um. okay one one last question okay Gordon asked us about potential cult cards in the hobby, and the best kind of modern legendary players.
0: Okay, um, can you read the question? I don't really understand the question.
1: We we maybe maybe I have it here. Maybe did you send it to me? I did, yeah.
0: I don't look at them because I want to answer them raw, but uh. I don't want to answer them graded. I asked
1: you this one because I wanted you to prep. I'm so offended.
0: Yeah, you wanted me to prep, but I said, Enzo, the people listen for the...
1: Any cult cards. Basically, he said, any cult cards that we're investing in outside of legend stickers and best modern day players, Okachas, the Canyos, and the likes.
0: Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did yeah, touch yeah.
1: on this. We had an interesting... We had a very good conversation of...
0: Off air on this. Yeah, so let's yeah, try. So, Right, so okay. So I think what you have to remember is we, we kind of touched on this before last week talking about uh particular seasons or events or competitions maybe historic so the world cup is best example but like Messi in 2012 is the ex- example we always use and like you look at world cups world cups aren't always remembered for who wins the world cup Um, they're remembered for things that happen they're kind of like these huge global cultural events like so i just thought of um in 1990 a couple of figures from that world cup uh, one is a uh, uh, René uh, Higuita, who was the Colombian uh, goalkeeper. goalkeeper who used to wear the long uh, tried to save the with the scorpion kick, all that stuff. Yeah, saved with his feet behind his. Saved back. with his feet behind his back. Uh, scores used to score free kicks and stuff like that. Cult figure. People about Manuel Neuer being a sweeper keeper playing with his feet, all that stuff. Uh, Higuita brought that brought that to the world in 1990. And you have to Columbia. remember it, in 1990, like you didn't see South American football you still don't really, but like nobody had, if you didn't like, there's no YouTube. Yeah. So if you literally had never seen a TV, a, t- a t- televised match with him on it, you didn't know goalkeepers could play it. Like that. You thought like the best goalkeeper in the world was like Lev Yashin of Soviet Union, like literally the best shot stopper ever, but like not great with his feet, you know, um, to say the least. But like that kind of was a huge iconic figure. People like Valderrama as well with the crazy hair. Yeah. You know, look at how many, how many people talk about Guendouzi versus how many people talk about other young midfielders, because he has crazy hair.
1: Yeah, they love him. Like, even, like, David Luiz back in the day when he was first starting out at Chelsea. Yeah. They were selling wigs.
0: Yes, yeah, so like, that, or even, like, in in, uh, in 1990 as well, uh, Roger Miller ripped up the World Cup, and yeah. uh, they shocked uh, Maradona's Argentina, Cameroon did, and they were, like, kind of the darlings of the competition. And, yeah, it's like, I just think as well, you look at players from South America from uh africa from asia like i one another one i want to talk about was um was uh uh kinkazu uh kazu uh, Mura, mira who's a japanese player and i don't know if people know him but like he's still playing um but he's born in 1967
2: right so he's Jesus. 53 yeah
0: still playing still playing uh, he plays for yokohama fc in the, in the, in the japanese top division j1 league he played for the national team from 1990 to 2000, then he retired. He was the first Japanese recipient of the, Football of the Asian Footballer of the Year Award, right? Um, and he basically came to fame as like as the J League was launched. But he's still playing today. He played his first professional season in 1990, and he's still playing today. Jesus. He played at uh, Verdi Kawasaki, Genoa in Italy, uh, Zagreb, Vissel Kobe, Sydney, and Yokohama then for the last 15 years or whatever. But he's a legend in Japan. Um, he's a legend, kind of, just, like, because he plays... He's so old, he's such yeah. longevity. Um, But he's amazing, like, you know? So, he's someone that, like, is a cult figure. Not really for doing anything except just playing for a really long
1: time. You know, I just think, like, some of the other countries... Oh, just... i sorry,
0: he has a ni- 1998 uh, World mm. Cup sticker. Uh, and the Japanese World Cup kits are always just... Beautiful. Beautiful. So, like... Was he not at the... At the 2002? No, he retired in 2000 from international oh. football and he's still playing
1: 20 years later. Jeez. He
0: retired from international football when he was 33.
1: He's like, I'm getting old. And
0: he's still playing oh 20 years God. later.
1: That would have been like, that, that That was in Japan and Korea. In 2002, yeah, yeah. That yeah. But sad. he didn't play, yeah. So he's definitely going to go on to be like an ambassador probably of the sport. I don't know what I mean. Completely, completely. Um, that's th- yeah, I just think like, there's so many cult figures for certain countries as well. Like, if you think of Bosnia and Herzegovina, Eddie and Dzeko, yeah. Mirland Pjanic, like, those yeah. are the players. And then, like, Drogba is an absolute king in the Ivory Coast. Yeah. Eto and Cameroon, especially the African countries, they really are looked yeah, at like as look Yeah, like, look
0: at the emerging markets, like, you know? Like, um, these are, like, the countries that are, like, emerging and that are going to get, like, the, have growing middle classes. Like, it's kind of an economics thing. It's like, yeah. where do you want to sell satellite television? Yeah,
1: and you, you look, look at Japan, like... If you, I compare the like, kind of sports cards to, like, the high-end brands, you know? like, the Louis Vuittons, that there's such a big fashion, like, the fashion capital, like, of Japan is a fashion capital. And, like, yeah. I don't know, it's just, it's there. Like, you see, like, we've seen it a bit with hyung min Son in South Korea, like, they, he's a cult figure there. And before well.
0: him, Ji Park. Yeah. In South Korea as well, like.
1: So, like, those are kind of cult cult players. And then, like, for specific clubs, you kind of have the likes of Alan Shearer.
0: Yeah, like, Alan Shearer, okay, people are like, oh, Alan Shearer is not, but, like, he's a Newcastle legend, Premier League legend, and people have been watching on match of the day for a years. long time as well like you know so He's the
1: all-time leading scorer in the premier league yeah um
0: so like w- there is lots don't underestimate i would say two things emerging markets right and also emerging markets meaning emerging geographical markets like the developing countries and i know japan is a first world country but it's in non outside europe and the usa based is what i mean right um I got into a minefield there. That <laughs> I don't like. I know Japan is like better than everyone else, but like whatever. Um, so emerging football markets, yeah, and um, also, uh, club legends it goes back to the thing as well of like
1: Rafael Marquez.
0: Rafael Marquez. I I actually am gonna probably get for my PC uh a Rafael Marquez uh 2018 World Cup. Do you remember? Do you remember uh, Rafael Marquez at 2018 World Cup? Yeah, he was like 40 maybe at the time walking around. He was so old. He didn't look like he was fit. No. He looked like he was smoking forty a day. <laughs> and yet he was just jogging around in the base of the midfield, pointing at people. Oh, it was brilliant. No, it was great. I love old football. I mean,
1: Hector Herrera.
0: Hector Herrera.
1: You don't pronounce the H's in in no. Mexico.
0: That's right. You know all about Mexicans. Yep. All right. Well oi oi, won't say any more about that. So yeah, so look. Um just get involved in football history. Watch documentaries, you yeah. know
1: embrace yourself with it and modern legends listen that's the same thing like honestly if if you know nothing about football you want to know modern legends literally look at what legends are put in fifa ultimate team yeah you're not far off who to look at
0: yeah
1: you'll have about 50 you'll have like a pool of 50 to look at and just look into them
0: if you want to know who who the legends are who are kind of agreed upon legends play fifa ultimate team if you want to know who are going to be who's going to be popping off in five years play football manager
1: there is, like, there's so much football resources. Yeah. Like, even who scored, like, there's just...
0: There's so many football resources. Like, look, uh, and the, go back to the Spurs all-or-nothing thing, we saw that Jose Mourinho on his desktop has football manager. Like, managers play that. Like, clubs...
1: It just... There's so much stats it's, it's, and it's, data it's, in it. It's
0: probably the world's biggest scouting engine.
1: Literally. There was, there was a great story of a man that um played football manager for so long, and he got, like, a specific little team, I don't know where from, up. Yeah lot of divisions and he he ended up becoming the manager of that team in real life
0: because they were like well you've done better with us than anybody
1: else football manager is taken so seriously yeah also don't play football manager seriously because it's very addicting
0: i lost probably six months of my life i though. told you not to touch it i went i think i went through a bad breakup
1: and you just went on football and then manager. i
0: was like i'm gonna just drink and play football manager and
1: honestly the drink was better for you than the football <laughs> manager like, <laughs> you're like hey, jason turn your computer off and have another whiskey i'm like jason have you tried heroin <laughs> because football manager is not it is it's a brilliant game like you, uh, if you really like football uh, you will find young players in it yeah but um, stay away oh go on twitter and see who people who play football manager are talking about but do, yeah
0: g- keep a, a buffer a buffer yeah. zone don't play don't it. go in there no all right um are we are we done
1: yeah there was a few more questions but
0: Oh, okay if we didn't get to your questions we'll try and get to them
1: from from this week on i'm gonna be i have like kind of a tracker so every time a question is sent to me I'm, I'm logging it straight away
0: i saw some on twitter as well like we are go- maybe we're gonna have to try and do separate q a sessions
1: i think we could end up putting out a separate q a go harder on card college separate q a
0: yeah well we're gonna work on that because we're kind of inundated but and it-
1: we're getting a bit flooded like it's actually exciting our, our listeners keep going up yeah we i'm a bit stressed out in the dms but i'm still i'm still i'm still no i am i'm still getting back to everyone yeah, yeah. i've stopped responding to the people that are just trying to sell me things yes who like clearly do not listen to the podcast oh
0: but yeah by the way people keep messaging enzo i see this they message enzo because i have access to all this stuff and they say like hey here's a question and they ask him the question he says oh that's great i'll well we talked about it on the pod or we're going to talk about it on the pod and they go like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. but like no actually answer the question it's like no we're not we're not that we're mm. not a dm service we're a podcast okay the whole point of us taking questions yeah, i'm is too nice at the minute it
1: creates a conversation yeah,
0: and we want, we want you to stay nice cause that's what people like no of course you're a good cop i'm bad cop
1: okay no i don't mind it but the, the, there comes a point like there have been people that i've said listen to the podcast and then they, they hit me back say i listen to it love it and that's great but I, I think i'm just getting to a point where there's gonna there's like so many per day yeah so 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 watch funny. this
0: space because there could be an opening for an intern <laughs> for United. you wouldn't know yeah but, know, we're set- not making any money from it so you can only imagine how much the internet's getting paid
1: I'm, I'm i'm setting up more kind of like systems
0: systems and infrastructure yeah being I'm built.
1: Setting up, like, we need it so there's infrastructure ever there's been a few people reaching out for guest appearances a few people wanting us to appear a few people that want to appear I'm starting to log all their information. Oh my god! I'll take I'll take your number. I'll take, I'll take your number. Card. I'll call you
0: back. Don't call us; we'll call you.
1: And then people's questions. I kind of I, I feel like I lost one or two questions just yeah. in the mix. So I'm as soon as they come in, I'm logging them. There's, things need to get bigger because. What about frankly, this?
0: Can I can I say can I suggest a thing? Yeah. What about if every week we recorded when we recorded podcast, we also recorded like five questions or something on video, Ooh. and we released a question every day on youtube okay like it or on twitter or whatever it is something like that Yeah, like a daily video like a daily question i
1: just think we have a lot of opportunity here for content and just things to do having lots we're having a production
0: meeting during the podcast
1: (laughs) and listen that has been soccer cards united
0: episode six thank you very much for listening i'm jason that's enzo you can follow us on Twitter, on Instagram. You can send us an email, soccercardsunited at gmail.com and you can subscribe and follow wherever you get podcasts. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Get them hooked. Get and them involved. And continue
1: with the reviews.
0: Oh yeah, leave us reviews on Apple Podcasts. It really, really was, helps. That was a huge success. And if you search soccer cards in all the search engines we're getting up there, we need people to find us and um, to build this community, build this conversation. You're talking to each other now in our Twitter replies. I love that. It's so good. It's crazy.
1: I, I love that. Uh, the I, I asked like, questions for this show like an hour or two before it happened someone asked a question oh i didn't answer that question what was it let's do it real quick it was it was the martinelli uh, esposito oh i have it here okay yeah 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 because yeah, 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 i yeah, seen yeah. it and someone answered it and i was like don't answer that i want to answer yeah that. and i was like oh wait this is good um it was john evans who answered it uh okay so Castro 823 martinelli rodrigo esposito worth an investment um, then, can i can i read john's response yeah yeah, yeah. john yeah. hopped in and said martinelli could be a real buying opportunity with his injury he's out until the new year so not many people's radar on top of that mm-hmm. his premier league sticker is the only thing that came out this year yeah so for me out of those three i'm all over martinelli the other two not so much
0: uh yeah esposito plays for uh inter only 18 born in 2002 good lord and um I think there's better eighteen year old. I dunno. There's better eighteen year olds out there. He could be he could be great. Could be great, but look, he's looking at uh, he's at Inter. If he doesn't go out on loan anywhere. You
1: no, know, Conte's not gonna give him lots of game though. No, Conte
0: wants to win this Scudetto next season. He's gonna play Lukaku, he's gonna play Sanchez, he's gonna play um Lothar Martinez. Yeah, he's not
1: he's he, for me if uh, you're looking
0: at because Juventus are looking at Luis Suarez, Yeah. Inter are looking at Aiden Jeco, Esposito looks like he'll follow the route of Andrea Pinamonti. Spend a
1: year on loan somewhere, then be
0: sold. Then be sold to a, a mid-table Italian club. So stay away
1: from Esposito. Yeah, you, you people aren't gonna jo- Like Esposito's prices aren't gonna go crazy anytime soon. So keep no. an eye on them. You you definitely have two years to invest before anyone really takes notice. Yeah, we think we think. And Martinelli for me out of the three, Martinelli, Martinelli, Martinelli. Martinelli he he's a decent. Who was the investment. other one? Um, Rodrigo for Real Madrid. Yeah. No. No. Big no. Avoid.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, right. That's it. Thanks, thanks everybody. We already did the wrap up, so we're not going to do another outro. This has been Soccer Cards United, and let's play that that little that oh, little song best. that we love so much right now.